Thank you for joining me. I'm Sandra Gopal. Today's topic is called Formula for Success. Matthew chapter 16 verse 19 says, And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. See, prayer is an absolute necessity in the life of every believer. Prayer is your formula for success. Without prayer, we are ineffective. Without prayer, we are irrelevant. Without prayer, our angels are on standby. Without prayer, we place limits on God. Without prayer, we are disabled. Without prayer, we are crippled. Without prayer, we restrict God. Without prayer, we cannot bring down the spiritual blessings assigned to us. Prayer is our weapon. It is our secret weapon and our only weapon. It is the weapon given to us to move mountains and remove obstacles in the realm of the spirit. Prayer is the power that makes things happen and the power that prohibits things from happening. It opens doors that need to be opened and it shuts the doors that need to be shut. See, your prayer life must be alive. It must come alive. It must stay charged. It must stay plugged into the power source in order to have power. You can relate it to your phone or your laptop. The more it is recharged, the more power it has to stay alive and produce. So likewise, in our lives, the more we pray, the more power we make available for ourselves to effect a shifting in our lives, in our jobs, in our families, in our health situations, and in every area that will demand a supernatural intervention. Your power source is God. When you stay connected with him, you have more power for breakthrough and more power for the impossible to be changed to the possible. Having no prayer life is like having life but no breath. The more we pray, the more powerful we become in the realm of the Spirit. Our prayers become more effective and fervent. We begin to live more effective lives when we make prayer a daily part of our lives. Prayer must be a consistent effort and choice in order to maintain a powerful and victorious Christian life. One of the setbacks in life is not that of unanswered prayer, but no prayer or unoffered prayer. See, we were created to be warriors. Luke chapter 10 verse 19 says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So we come into this world as warriors. We act like warriors. We talk like warriors. We walk like warriors and we pray like warriors. We activate our God-given warrior voices. There is no time to be afraid of the enemy. You have to stand up to the enemy. We are not weak and we are not born as wimps. When his word is hidden in our hearts, we have no fear. The Bible says that we must stand in our God-given authority and power and start commanding the heavens and calling those things that be not as if they are. When you can walk in your God-given authority, the atmosphere changes. 
things start happening in the atmosphere. Strongholds are pulled down, burdens are lifted, and people are delivered, and victory is won. One of the most spectacular examples of spiritual warfare is recorded in the book of Daniel. As you would have noticed by now in this series of prayer, I've been making reference to Daniel and the Hebrew boys consistently. They made a choice to wage war against the enemy. They were not willing to bow down to a golden image set up by a king. They may have been thrown in the fiery furnace that was made seven times hotter, but they were not consumed by the power of the enemy. They came out without even the smell of fire in them. See, God sent his son as the fourth man to save them because they stood the test of time. They used the formula for success. They stood on their, they stood on their belief and were faithful to God. In the book of Matthew, Jesus has many encounters with demons. They knew that the power of Jesus would overcome them. They begged him not to send them away. They knew that they would be confined in chains in the abyss. Satan is forever causing the saints of God to stumble. He thwarts the plans of God and the purposes of God. As long as you carry the purpose of God on the inside of you, he will make every attempt to bring you down. Satan has already been defeated at Calvary and we have the power of God at work in us to overcome the antics of the enemy. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 to 12 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We are in the midst of a great spiritual battle. Some Christians don't even know that there is a war waging. Every Christian is called to be a soldier in the kingdom of God. See, the battle be began long before Adam and Eve. Isaiah refers to the enemy as the morning star that had fallen from heaven. Ezekiel refers to him as the one who was full of wisdom and beauty until unrighteousness was found in him. He was the angel that God created, but in his heart, he wanted to elevate himself above God. All too often, we are overcome by our feelings of powerlessness. It comes from not using what God has provided for us. We attempt to be strong in ourselves. We do not know or have not learned the secret of drawing our strength from God. We may be strong in our physical abilities, in our character and personality, but it is insufficient to wage war. Our strength comes from above. God desires for us to be strong. Our real struggle is with the principalities and powers of darkness. Satan continues to oppose the people of God. The battles we face comes in many forms such as bitterness, hatred, addictions, sickness, pride, and so much more. You see, the enemy weakens us so that we will fall. In this, he can keep us under his feet. 
You have to resist the devil and he will flee. Fight the battle with spiritual weapons. The weapon that God has given us repels the enemy. The enemy opposes the purposes of God and the people of God. So prayer is your weapon against the enemy. Even when the breakthrough doesn't seem to arrive, he wants you to stay in his presence. So fight the good fight of faith. Put on your faith, righteousness, and salvation. Utilize the gospel, which is the word of God, and persevere in prayer. Be bold, be strong, be vigorous, and take charge. The power of the Lord is mightier than any of our abilities put together. As you place your reliance on God, your faith is being strengthened day after day. You will have no fear of the enemy. You will risk everything because you know it is about what God will do. So make a public declaration of your intent to stand against the enemy. He walks about as a roaring lion looking for the weak that he may devour them. Jesus Christ is the only one that is far above all the rulers and powers of this world. He is far above earthly dominions. All things have been put under his feet. He has conquered and enables us to conquer through him. In 2 Corinthians, we find that Paul being afflicted with some kind of disease, he, which he simply calls it as a thorn in my flesh. He was quick to identify the work of Satan. He recognized that a messenger of Satan had come to torment him. God denied Paul's request to have this thing removed, but it was just a reminder to Paul that his grace is sufficient for us because his power is made perfect in our weakness. Paul remained humble, drew his strength from God. He learned that when we are weak, he is strong for us. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 22 and 23, Paul reminds us about the trials and tests along his journey with the Lord. He was prisoned, he was beaten, stoned, hungry, thirsty, shipwrecked, betrayed, pressured, and cold. Yet while in the midst of his suffering, he was still able to say in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. He also wrote in Philippians chapter 4, verses 12 and 13, where he addresses the Philippian church. I know both how to be a base and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. See, Paul knew of the secret that lies in having a consistent and intimate relationship with God. That same secret is still available today. He fully understood the power of an almighty God. Paul commands us to put on the full armor of God so that we can stand up against the schemes of the devil. Paul was familiar with the army won by his Roman captors. In Ephesians, he draws a comparison between the soldier's armor and our spiritual armor from God. 
We are at war with Satan. He is our adversary. He is hell-bent on destroying the people of God. Never become discouraged by Satan's schemes and devices. We have direct access to the power from above. There is continuous war in the spirit realm. Satan and his demons operate from an invisible status. It may seem like they don't exist, but they do. When we put on the armor of God, we will never retreat. We will never give in to the enemy. We will never give up. We will never turn back. When you put on the armor of God, you will have no fear. We fall because we have not put on the armor that he has already given us. It is as simple as a child refusing to put on his raincoat and then getting wet. So make use of the protective gear that God has given to us. There is a spiritual battle going on and wrestling against the forces of darkness. We are constantly engaged in spiritual warfare with unseen wicked forces. To overcome our enemy in the power of the Holy Spirit, we must remain resolute in our confidence in God and determine never to accept defeat. We have a spiritual armor that protects us once it is put on. Spiritual warfare is real. Without the armor of God, we are defenseless. The enemy disrupts our lives in Christ. We become soldiers with holes in our armor. The holes are places of vulnerability. It is the starting point or the point of entry for the enemy. What you neglect, he will invade. It is an invitation for him to enter. You have left the door open, whether half or wide open. He waits for a door to be open. No matter how small the hole is, he will use it for, as an opportune moment to destroy you. So never allow him to have access into your life, your home, your family, your career, your community, or your nation. When you put on the armor of God, you will be able to stand firm against all the schematics of the devil. We have been given the victory. Jesus fought the battle and he has won. That victory that we have is the power of the mighty one. So I encourage you today, read the book of Ephesians chapter 6. Put on the whole armor of God so that you are protected from attacks. So as I come to an end to today's podcast, I want to encourage you, stay alert, stay in alert mode at all times, put on the armor of God and be ready for battle. God bless you.